Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wouldn't make something that's dumb. <laughs> oh, I'm also 18. God. I know what the kids want. Thanks for your time, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yo. So I said, F- you. No, I <laughs> Can we start the podcast But right by the now? way, he is we- always pitching companies, so it's like it's not well, that far-fetched. Why don't I pitch you something? Let's hear it. You're the producer of the show. Get the f- off the couch <laughs> well, I, and go yeah, produce. Waiting. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. Oh my God, I see him, dude. I'm not even kidding. No, I'm not even kidding, bro. Right. I see him and he looks no exactly like what he looks like no on television, way. bro. He looks, ex- his skin looks great. His hair looks great. Oh, wow. He looks great, bro. Yo. Let's go, Mark. Wait, did you want us in the big one with the big Dallas Mavericks thing? Yeah, that was where it was playing. Oh, they stiffed us on the office? Yeah, that's right. Damn. It's not like I'm using this shit for anything else, though. So. You want you want headphones? No, whatever. I don't care. We we do headphones. All right. Yeah. If you do headphones, yeah, then I don't yeah. Want it, it, it's a good it's a good podcast vibe with the headphones. I hear that. Do you ever use this office for anything? Did it look like I used it? <laughs> no, no. There's not even a <laughs> desk in a closet. No, because um, I've got an office on the other side of the building, right? And so we just added this practice facility, and my son was going to come in and you know fix it all up and trick it out and. Obviously, but um, yeah, it's perfect it for you, man. Impulsive. That's that's you know. Can we set up office. our Dallas setup here and just done? Leave it here? Oh, nice. Done. That's perfect. <laughs> so, Mark, how are you, dude? I'm good. Good. Thanks Got my workout us. this morning. Get, get the vibe with you guys. I'm good. Good, bro. You're real active, busy man. Successful, Mark. We we love you guys. Um, I, I haven't I haven't done an intro yet. We've been shooting the shit. If you don't mind, I got an intro for you. All right. First off, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you're not subscribed, you know what to do. Hit that button. Turn on the notifications. Our guest today is a beast. He's an entrepreneur. He's an investor. He's the owner of an NBA team. I can't believe it. And uh, he's the original Maverick and a billionaire with a B. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mark fucking Cuban. What up, y'all? <laughs> hey, are, you, are your headphones Okay. Yeah, are they popping and my, cracking my, a little bit? A little bit, but you know, you can deal with it. I don't. Yeah, I don't you've been through it. hardship. You know, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, right? So, you did a podcast with Bobby Altoff. Yeah, that was an experience. Was that a hardship? Was that tough? <laughs> I, I, you know, it was in a garage and there was oil on the fucking floor. But yeah, but you know, my t- my clothes don't cost more than twenty bucks to pop anyway, so it's it's okay. That's that's her stick though. Like, yeah, her stick is like awkward and yeah. different and did weird. You, did you find yourself struggling to get through it? No, man. It goes, I'm like, you want to be different? You want to be weird? Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. That was easy. I mean, I thought I was too weird for her. So it was like a balance. Oh, it was good? Yeah, it was good. You guys are like sitting on the floor as well. Yeah, just sitting on the floor. I showing. like how raw she makes it. But you know she gets uh, you know she gets like some heat for, for her. They think she's an industry plant. Oh, she talks about that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. No, she's, she's the industry plant that planted the industry plant stuff, right? Whoa. Are we talking about Inception or The Matrix? Um, You know, it's just a big old false flag, right? It's just like, 
you know, it's it's a psy- a, I feel like when someone's successful, that's exactly right. When someone's like quickly successful like that, something's and, up. It, it comes, something's up. Yeah, something's <laughs> like, up, like right? She, she definitely is. You lay in bed with Drake, like, though, shit happens. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> How'd she get in bed with Drake so quick? You know, that's not something I pay attention to. <laughs> well, she, well, she got in bed and out of bed with Drake. Right? Like, yeah. there's, there was some sort of major some, you know, some collapse. Yeah, there's happened. a lot of speculation on what happened there. But she's a cool chick, right? I liked her, right? She was chill. She, was, she wasn't like the minute the camera stopped rolling, she changed. Right, that was just her. Uh, Hold on a yeah. second. So when you met her, she was just like, "Hey, man!" Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, pretty that was much. A, that right? was her attitude. The yeah, whole pretty time. much. It was just like, "Hi." Oh, cool. You're lucky. I'm having you on the show today. Like, <laughs> how much money do you have? <laughs> That's awesome. That's dope. I, I saw the part where she asked you for money. Yeah, and I wanted to. I wanted to mention this because Mr. Beast posted a video. Yeah, like yesterday, I think asking you for a million dollars as well. Oh, he did. I didn't see that he, one. He posted it. Oh, asking me for a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, I didn't what see do you mean you were in it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely, you definitely shot it with Mr. Beast. He yeah, asked you for a million dollars. You said no. Yeah, I mean, we shot um, out hooping actually. Um, he did this thing with um, different um, houses that cost different amounts. Mm. Starts with a dollar yeah, house, yeah. a million dollar house, and I got to see the fifteen million dollar house. And I took my son, and you know, he's like, "It's got a cool backyard um, basketball court. Let's get some shots up." I'm like, "Okay, yeah," but I don't think he asked me for any money unless it was brand new. I'm telling you, Mark, there's a video. Could be AI. Could, Could be, be AI, AI right? Could be yeah. AI. You can't trust anything it looked, nowadays. It looks dude. real. Maybe he did, right? He wouldn't be the first guy to ask me for a million dollars. So, so, th- so this is what I'm getting to. People often, I assume, like ask you for money. All the fucking time. Is it annoying? It's a great problem to have. Yeah, 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 true. <laughs> you know, I've been there on the other side. And so like, you know, ask away. The only time it was weird was when I first um, really got paid, right? And got up to the billionaire status. And then like buddies of mine who I thought I was cool with, I, I mean, I remember one dude, he like, he sent me a letter. Didn't even talk to me. He sent me a letter. Hey, Mark, I need $275,000. Oh. I know it's not a big deal to you anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll just pick up a check. Whoa. I haven't talked to him since. I have Whoa. not talked to him since. That's offensive. Yeah, well, you you know what it's like, right? I mean, once you start making it, it's it's not so much you. You figure it out. It's everybody around you who doesn't really know how all this is supposed to work. And, you know, the way I always looked at the people I'm close to, I know if they're having problems, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to reach out and I'm going to help. People that I don't really know, they're going to ask. and I'm going to say, fuck off. Do you say fuck off? Exactly to that. <laughs> <laughs> legend, legend. Yeah, yeah, because it's not like... You know, you're not my guy. I mean, we're, we're not close. If you have to ask, then yeah. we're not close. Yeah. So, like, people don't generally have to ask you, like, if you have something cool going on and they're involved, they're at value, you kind of would, like, break them off. Y- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just curious. I'm not going anywhere with this. But you'd make sure, like, yo, they're, you know, they're doing stuff that promotes the brand or the or No, the not org. even. Yeah, not even. Not even. Like, not even. They don't have to do anything. You'll still no, give them a little guys, like, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, make it's not sure even great. No, it's not no, like no, I see what you're equity. saying. Mark, not, you've said enough. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And no, I'm, Logan I'm will not giving a shit like that, right? It's like, you know, if my guy's like, all right, you know, I know your house blew up or whatever, right? Or some shit happened, right? Oh, all right, I'll help out. You know, your insurance, you don't have insurance, whatever. Sorry about your kids floating house. Yeah, does that happen often? Like half a million? Spontaneous combustion, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. I've seen the videos. Look, when I was mm, eight, I was in school, saw Guinness Book of World Records. I love these things, especially at that age, seeing all these amazing human feats. Open it up, world's richest person, Bill Gates. $60 billion. I was eight years old. I thought of the most brilliant idea ever. I said, I'm going to write this rich man a letter. I'm going to ask him for some money. So then I could be rich. So I did. 
I wrote him a letter like your friend wrote you. Um, yeah, but you were eight. He yeah. was like 50. <laughs> <laughs> but he never responded. I couldn't believe it. Damn, Bill. Yeah, you want to hear my Bill Gates story? Yeah, Bill, yes. Okay, my Bill Gates story, right? So there used to be this trade show called Comdex. And it was like a big trade show. And it was like 25% actual work and 75%, oh, fuck, it's Vegas. Let's go, yeah, right? Yeah. And they always had booth babes and everything. And, you know, I'd be slick. You know, let's go out, have a drink, mm -hmm. whatever. And um, one time I'm out and we're at this club. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get us all a round of drinks. And I come back and my girls are gone. My girls are gone. I come later to find out they got a better offer from Bill Gates. Oh, no, no. <laughs> better drinks. Yeah, better whatever. But that was like early days of Microsoft when he just made his first billions or whatever. And he was saying, Damn, single. so Bill and was laying pipe. Bill stole my girls. Yeah. Whoa. See, he doesn't strike me as a, a lady killer. That shows you how bad it was. <laughs> oh, no. Have you spent time with him? No. The only he, time gets a, he gets a bad rap. And, and I wanted to ask you about this. Because uh -huh. generally, from what I've seen, especially in this new like age of like conspiracy, right? Right. Anybody with a little bit of bread, yeah, they they're like it. automatically like an elitist, exactly. Like, yeah, you know, like the what is it? Um, the world global, whatever the yeah. globalist or whatever, economic the WF, yeah, 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 yeah WEF, yeah, yeah, World yeah. Economic Forum, right? Yeah. yeah, and and Illuminati, and they drink, you know, the blood right, of the babies blood. for a dream. That shit's cool, man. It's fun. Those dudes, <laughs> the Illuminati, they are fun. No, you man, can't say that. No, no, we have to stop you. They're gonna clip this. We have to stop you. No, but like, dude, you're 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 a a billionaire you know what i'm saying like what'd you say i didn't hear you you're a billionaire <laughs> sorry i'm you're a fucking billionaire, Mark. <laughs> you know and like you seem like a pretty normal guy like you yeah. don't like nah are, are any have you ever met any billionaires that are vampires i'm trying to think there's a few i told to suck my dick but yeah. <laughs> no vampires do you want to tell us who those people are? <laughs> no no they wouldn't be happy do most billionaires suck or are most billionaires cool? Most of them are cool. Most of them just really? chill. Like just, you know, to, to have a, a B next to your name, you got to be lucky. And 90% of the people I've met that are that rich know they're lucky. Mm. Like something happened that just, you know, you can be smart. You can make money. You can become a millionaire. You can grind like you guys do and great things happen. But to get to that next level, shit's got to be like so you, crazy. You can grind like you guys do, but you know, it's never going to happen. But you know what I'm saying though, right? You know what I'm saying, for right? Sure, That's no disrespect. Sure. And so... um. And so the, most of the people I met are that way. And then most of them realize like their next dollar is not going to change their lives. But some of them are just like, I got to get more. I got to get more. And those are the fucked up ones, <laughs> right? Because it's like, how much more do you need? And the shit that they'll do to get that extra money, right? That's what's fucked up. So, but that's not in your DNA though, because I find with like hungry people like that, they, that chase and the continuation of building and compounding is the thing no that look it's them. a scoreboard right look if i was you know when i was 35 right let's go let's get to the next level let's yeah. get to the next level when it first happened bought the mavs let's get to the next level but then you have kids and shit and it starts taking you know that starts becoming you know <laughs> more important and things you can do there and then like with me i've just gotten to the point where like if i can fuck things up to make things better that's the juice, right? It's not about how much more money I have. It's the competitive juices are okay. How can I take an industry, you know, like the the drug industry, and just fuck it up? We love right? doing disrupt it. it. Yeah, just disrupt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the stuff that that's what gets me excited because you guys know, right? There's there's sports and then there's business, and business is more competitive than sports. Mm. 
Because there's always somebody out there trying to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. And you always are keep competing with every fucking drink in the world, right? And every angle, every edge you're trying to get. And you know somebody's trying to do the same thing. And that shelf space, you know, that shipping space, that that's everything. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's that's the juice for me. Did your luck, your stroke of luck that you mentioned that most billionaires have, I don't know if I would even call it luck, but did it come with broadcast.com? Yeah, for sure. Like, so... I, you know, my first company, a company called Micro Solutions, I started because I got fired from a job. And I built it, built it, built it, didn't take a vacation for like seven years, sold it, but I learned all about networking and technology, programming and all that stuff, right? And then take some time off, bought a lifetime pass in American Airlines, just traveled and partied like a rock star. Dude, I mean, like, literally I had this little card, I could walk into a club, say, let's go to Vegas, and I show up to American Airlines, they have to, if the flight's full, they have to kick people off. Whoa. Oh, it was the best shit ever, Whoa. right? It made me super handsome. That was like, that was like the level <laughs> one of a private jet. Oh, right? yeah, as good, right, for yeah. someone who couldn't afford a jet, right? And so, I, I was just gonna be retired, right? I wasn't gonna do shit, I was just, you know, I was making money trading stocks, I was set. And then, you know, my buddy from college comes along and says, look, you know, you know this internet stuff that's happening. It's like 94, 95. There's got to be a way we can put sports on the internet. And I'm like, let me figure it out, right? Streaming didn't exist. And then the next day, streaming existed, right? Uh. Now, when we got going, if the internet stock market hadn't just been insane, you know, and been this big bubble, who knows what might not have worked. Yeah. Yeah. But the company still would have worked, right? But it would have, I wouldn't have made as much money. But mm. when the internet stock market went parabolic and was just, woof, right? It was like, here we go, mm. you know? And so we, we go public. It was broadcast.com. It was the first streaming it, um, company. And it was the largest IPO in the history <laughs> of the stock market at the time. Six billion. Yeah, that's right? what we sold it for. Oh, that's what you sold yeah, it for. So a year later, yeah, a little bit more than a year later, we sold it for 5.7 in stock though, right? And so getting 5.7 in, in Yahoo stock, well, if the internet stock market crashes, all that shit goes to hell too. Mm. So the better part of that story is... After we sold, I did a I did a caller, right? Where I sell calls in the stocks and I buy puts on the stocks. And that protected me when the whole internet stock market cratered. Yeah. And so that was smart. That part wasn't luck. But the fact that the whole internet <laughs> stock market See, there's some skill to it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if I had been born three years earlier or five years later, might not have happened. You I wouldn't be sitting here. What what was your net worth pri or approximate net worth prior to that six million? About twenty five. Twenty five M's. Yeah. Oh, so your life changed dramatically. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I want to ask you this. What was like the biggest, like, what did you do? You woke up one day. I'm sure, dude, there had to be a moment where you were like, well, you got it in stock, you said, right? Yeah, so I had to convert that to cash first, right? That's where I put it on the collar. So that's when I knew I was good. But at one point you converted yeah. it to cash. Were you just like, did you just like ever look at your bank account? And Fuck just, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I would run around naked going, yeah, come on. You know, and then I knew everybody knew. So I would walk out, go to the clubs with my boys and it'd be like, yeah, come on. <laughs> like I can see you at the ATM, you know, where you can like check the balance oh, yeah. and just walk no, away from the screen. No like, whoops, so I true, accidentally man. left my oh. balance on the screen. No, man, not, not that much, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Always, but like I would, have like because something came in or whatever i would have three or four million dollars in my bank account and i could walk up to the apm ATM, put my card in <laughs> make sure there's a bunch of people around yeah, 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 yeah. print out the receipt right that has the balance yeah, yeah. on it whoops you know oh yeah fuck yeah i did that yeah uh. <laughs>
This episode of Impulsive is brought to you by NASCAR. It all comes down to Martinsville as the field of eight playoff drivers will be cut down to four in the final race before the championship showdown in Phoenix. Drivers have taken on super speedways, tri-ovals, road courses, and even the streets of Chicago this season. But if they want to punch their ticket to the championship, they'll have to conquer the short track in NASCAR Martinsville Speedway. This half mile of mayhem will put drivers to the test as battle in tight quarters for 500 miles of action-packed short track racing. It's make or break time for those looking to secure their spot in the championship four at Phoenix next weekend. Invite your friends over, grab some beers, and tune in to watch the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs elimination race presented by Xfinity at Martinsville on Sunday, October 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Back to the program. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's a question, too. You had <laughs> the, life changes a lot, probably. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know how this goes, obviously. But when you when you change from a, a, a multimillionaire to a billionaire, and as you continue to want to, like, build and, and, you know, increase your net worth, was there ever a moment along that journey where you looked back and said, damn, I kind of missed that more carefree period in my life where I was just having a good time and things weren't as pressurized? Not so much from a money perspective, just from a social media perspective, right? Because you get to that point where everybody knows who you are and everybody's taking pictures of everything you do. Target. Yeah, you're just a target for everything. And so- Someone took a picture of me uh, yesterday at a restaurant and uh, they, they, there was a girl that was like two feet away from me walking through the same door frame that I was like standing in and they accused me of cheating on my fiance. With her, yeah, yeah, it's just dumb shit. Like well, that, that was my—it was Mike's girlfriend. Like Mike, <laughs> your girlfriend. Like Mike was in the. There's back a picture of like, Dirk from way there. back when we were in the finals, right? <laughs> and so, um, there's Dirk's girlfriend sitting next to me, and I purposely, knowing there's people around, was leaning back like this. And then all of a sudden, there are pictures everywhere. You know, Mark Cuban, not his wife. Just come on, everywhere, and it's yo. Dirk's girlfriend, and it's just like. Always. See, yeah. you're a professional, so it's got like a real professional, so it's got to be a little bit harder for you because when it happens to us, like we'll just play into it. Oh, no, look, look, I, look. Do you look, know look. what I said? <laughs> I responded to the picture and I was like, this is so messed up of Logan to do to me. Yeah. You know right? what I'm saying? Right? I said, I will never forgive him for this. Right? And that's now that's blown up on Twitter. People are like, is the beef real? Right. right. And you just go with done. it, right? Yeah, you just yeah, go yeah, with yeah. it, right? It's all material. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, some of that, you know, you know, first of all, Twitter X is just such a cesspool now, right? Shit show. It's a shithole, right? You yeah. can't you can't win no matter what. Everything like less and less and less less time. Elon fucked that shit up, right? Badly. He, he fucked that shit up. But you know, Instagram's still chill, TikTok's still chill, and there's other places, right, that aren't so bad where you can mess with people and have fun. Um, but you just can't do it on on Twitter. That this X conversation is is important because 
you know, as the conversation around like real radical free speech continues to like carry on here, I mean, that's kind of what you have there. And, and more so he probably, Elon would probably say this isn't the case, but it seems to me that algorithmically the bad stuff is elevated. Oh, I'll tell you exactly why. I read that shit, right? I'm a tech guy. Yeah. Right. So maybe they changed it, but I'm like, okay, you know, cause I was giving Elon some shit about it. I saw that. Yeah. And so. I mean, let me just look at, because they, they open source their algorithms to their credit. And the way it works, is called a um, nearest tree or something like that um, algorithm, where if you are a big user on X, Twitter, then every, and you have a lot of followers and those followers engage with you, then all the shit, not only, not only your shit gets elevated, but all the people you engage with get elevated. So when Elon interacts with some of these crazy fucked up people their shit gets elevated and the people that they talk to their shit gets elevated that's that tree thing right that i've noticed it i've noticed it when i when i because sometimes your for you page turns into a shit it's a disaster and i'm not going to claim innocence i've certainly have watched some of these school fights or or played into some of these conspiracy theories when i read them because like you and i've seen it from you the frustration that exists inside of me for the past 10 years watching this continue to just yes. snowball yes. is is massive. And I know that it has been with you. And it's tough, right? It's like five, you know, three years ago on Twitter, right? You could engage with somebody and it could be real, right? And there there can be an in-depth conversation where people are like, okay, you know, I'm learning something. Mm-hmm. I'm giving something and I'm getting something. That's a win-win. Now, oh my God, you say anything and it's just like, yeah, yeah. fucking trolls come out at night, right? And it's awful. What's the solution? Um, Elon has got to take himself out of the algorithm. And I posted that to him. Mm-hmm. You think right? he's that, he, he as a player is that powerful, him personally? He has 160 million users and mm-hmm. in the, the, the algorithm is designed to amplify your biggest users and the people that they engage with. So if he just says, okay, extract myself from the algorithm, then, you know, when he says excellent or interesting or whatever the shit he posts, right? Because he, he knows that that shit's just, it backdoors everything that happens on Twitter. And he can claim non-involvement yeah, because he's just writing, this is an interesting stat, right. but just by doing that, doing it's that, promoted. It, boom, it yeah. gets promoted mm, so everywhere. Wild. And then the people that promote with that post, that promote with that, all that shit just, it just amplifies and gets amplified. And so if he just said, you know, because he still has 160 million followers. So if he posts, 160 million pe- people have a chance to see it, but you just don't want that shit influencing what gets seen by everybody else. What about... A, a forced uh, identification system where people that would kill his business. He can't. Yeah. Really, I thought yeah. I, I thought I saw something that people. No, he wanted to, to charge a dollar. Yeah, to make sure that not bots. No, that's bullshit. Right. Be, be, I, I think if if people have to actually be people and the human that is behind the tweet is revealed because they have to I submit agree with their you. ID. I agree with you because then they can't be, you, you know. You can't be anonymous you can't, you, and Yeah, trolling. you can't be a pussy and just sit there and, and talk shit. Yeah. You know, because people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I agree that that would help, but it would kill his business. But there also yeah. was a, a, a there's a fucked up point here in that there was a verification system that yeah, that, he, yeah. that he then that abandoned. wasn't perfect, but, but it worked. It, it yeah. wasn't perfect, but it worked because at least when you saw that blue check, you had some semblance. Especially if it was the name you knew, right? It, it, right. Because exactly. this is Logan. This is Mike. Exactly. Right. I know that they're real. Right. right. And now anybody can buy one and, and, and it's, you know, and you can then claim to and be it's a eight bucks, you know, so if you just want to fuck with people for a month, right, you pay your eight bucks. And then what happens is it moves you right to the top. So when you go look down in someone's mentions, you see all these people that paid the eight dollars that, 
And I'm, I'm going to tell you something else, and I can't prove this, but I think that he's doing. Um, I think he's taking um, old abandoned accounts that, you know, accounts someone opened in 2015 and hasn't used since 2015 and turn them into bots to amplify the number of users. The on thing the that he said he was fighting against. Right. Basically. Well, yeah, because, but he controls them, right? So they're his bots. They're his bots. <laughs> Eli has an army, army of bots. bots. I'm guessing, right? <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm guessing. I love this. But when I, when I went to um, the World Economic Forum, that's what we were talking about. Oh, you about. went there? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. You know what oh, I did? You're, <laughs> you're a bad dude, bro. You're a bad Damn. dude. Oh, my God. And qu qu here's another question. Do you think that... Now, especially that that uh, X has become monetized, and and you actually, I'll, I'll be honest, you actually can make it. I decent, made two grand one month, yeah, because something yeah. took off. Yeah, you, you can know? make a, and for like the average person who doesn't that's money, have yeah, that yeah. level of wealth, that's, yeah, that's a that's lot of money, money, right? Um, do you think this elevation of of hatred and just kind of nasty rhetoric that we're seeing is less representative of Elon's algorithm and more representative of like a systemic issue that we as people have? No. You know, no, I don't so. think Twitter's real world. Oh, if certainly it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not. No, I think, you know, when you get on Twitter, it, it's like there's all kinds of gyms you can go work out at. If you get go to an MMA gym, you're getting into one type of workout, right? And yeah. you're going to expect someone's going to hit somebody, someone's going to get hit, right? You go to jujitsu, different type of work. You go to a regular gym, play ball, different type of workout. You know what you get when you go to Twitter. Great analogy. Right? Yep. And, you know... And now you see what Threads is doing to try to compete. It's not there yet, but there's better engagement on Threads. There's just not as as much wide of breadth of of expertise, right? On Twitter, you can find somebody who knows something about everything, mm. right? And still, and on Threads and on the others, you can't. Who I, wins, Elon or Zuck, in that box? In that fight? Zuck kicks his ass. You know that. I mean, pr you know, if you know, um, if, if you have the skills, right, in within that. Um, whatever, what's he do? Jujitsu? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he also stri does striking, I think. Yeah, so I mean, while. but you know, if if you know the actual sport and you've been trained in the sport, yeah. you're going to take on somebody who's not been trained, no matter what the size difference is. Damn, what was I going to say? Sorry about that. No, I just, no, it's I just fine. thought that we were talking about the Illuminati TikTok. and how the, the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, and how Elon got me kicked on out. Twitter, uh, internet's not real life. Threads, threads, Twitter, Elon, Jim's. Oh, um, oh, it's gone. It's By the way, gone. I like your shirt. I just hey, noticed. I want, I want to say this really quick. This is a very, very limited edition Warren Lotus. What? Dallas Mavericks that says Dallas don't break. I wore this specifically for you, Mr. I kind of figured. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured. I wear, I wear it from time to time, but I felt like today would be a, a great day to wear it. I mean, you ready for, we got a big season coming up. Yeah. Are you, you guys man. ready? Yeah, I think we're ready if we stay healthy. But the, the whole NBA is just so good now. The level of talent in the NBA over just even the last six, seven years has just exploded. The, the, every, even the worst teams, like if you compared the worst teams in the NBA now versus 10 years ago, the worst teams now would be, you know, playoff teams easily 10 years ago, just because that's where social media has been positive. Like anybody who picks up a ball or in any sport, right? You can just watch anything you want to watch on social media and learn, you know, moves, you know, how to handle the ball. You know, you see guys like even in football, right? Wide receivers, they got to do the one handed mm -hmm. stuff, right? And they got the gloves and the stick them. I mean, you didn't see that stuff 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so social media has changed the ability to improve your skills. And you also have like, like jujitsu, right? You can get trained watching videos to a certain extent on social media. 10 years ago, you couldn't do that. Mm.
So you think the level of skill in the NBA has has and that makes the whole league tougher. That's a, so that leads me into a good question: Michael Jordan, LeBron, hmm. or Luca, greatest of all time? All totally different. I think <laughs> Dude, Le- I knew you were going to answer. All Luca is more like LeBron, right? Where he For makes sure. everybody on the court better. Whereas MJ, he's the fucking killer, right? So if I'm in a close game and I have a choice between any of those three, I'm taking MJ. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If I if it's the beginning of the season and I've got four great players, right, that or four good players, and I want somebody who can make them better and get me to the playoffs, and maybe win a championship, I'm taking LeBron, LeBron. and eventually that'll be Luca. I threw Luca in there. I, I know. I know you were setting me I'm up. Get so, some yeah. shit for that because yeah. obviously, like he's what? Which one? Oh, about his team, and he's oh. not going to answer it. Oh, uh, Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a totally different players. Yeah, totally different players. Dirk's my guy, though. Dirk's my guy. Okay. If he, yeah, right? If you were at Nick and Sam's, which one of the steaks would you get? The Luca or the Dirk? Um, I'd get the Luca. Is that like 77-day dry? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And I'm a vegeta- vegetarian. I'd still get the Luca, you know, because it's so good. It's You're a vegetarian? Yeah, I went vegetarian about four years ago. How come? Um, just because, you know... As you get older, your body isn't as resilient. And that shit, every bit of inflammation I can suck out of my body matters. So I can still work out. I mean, because like I'm an orthopedic mess, man. I've got um, two herniated discs, two replaced hips, torn rotator from, from cuffs. what? Was it getting RKO'd rugby? by Randy Orton? Yeah, that was fun too, man. <laughs> um, playing rugby and basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any, ever any issues with your ankles? They're just tight. I got like no flexibility. But you've had, have you ever had any fusion? No, fuck no. No. Okay. I'm happy we're talking about this. I have a really fucked up right ankle, arthritic ankle with a bunch of pin screws, all that stuff in there. And they're pushing me towards fusion on it. I've been pushing them towards gotta, amputation. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to give up. Once you get a fusion, you kind of give up working out on what you do, right? You lose you lose a lot of up and down motion uh, or the rest of the up and down motion. It's just the thing is, is like, I don't have all that much. See, right I, I, have, I don't have much either, right? But, but still, like... Like with my hips, right? I put off, I waited too long to get my hips replaced. I mean, I was getting the the, the epidurals, you know, where they sh- show you and they that needle goes in and you watch that needle. It was it was funky. It kind of felt kind of good. It was weird. But um, <laughs> well, my, my dog has hip dysplasia, so I'm glad it'll feel good when he gets a surgery. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. And so, but getting my hips replaced was the best thing ever. I mean, I was back on the court in six months. How long does a hip replacement last? They say fifteen to twenty years. So my my right one's fifteen. See, ankles years old. aren't there yet. No, they're no. only at like five. At like Knees five and ankles years. are like still fucked this, up. This this is too niche. I'll talk to you about that. I want to I want to stick with basketball for a second. You guys just made a a very important signing with Kyrie. Three yep. years, 126 million, which breaks down to 37 million. 30- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. $37,037 per year, which is kind of strange. That is kind of strange. I never even noticed that until you just Did said you it. Did you do that on purpose? No, no, I didn't even know until you just said it. some sort of symbolism to the other Illuminati? There you go, there? bust me on the Illuminati <laughs> again, man. Um, Quite the polarizing figure. He's not, not really though, right? Well, I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong. Media. I'm just saying like- No, it, I'm just saying he's not. Like when there's people like you don't know 
and like I don't know you guys, I don't know your brother, right? It's just like you just have your own social media interpretation, mm. right? Mm. Or like your girlfriend and all that shit. Oh, he must be a dick, <laughs> right? Mm. Fucking mm. with his boy's girlfriend, and that's the kind of same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie is the dude in college where whenever he came over to your room, even if everybody's drinking, he wants to have a two-hour deep conversation about the flat Earth. Not even he doesn't believe that shit. Just, it's just about whatever. <laughs> just just about whatever, right? It's just like he wants to talk about how people feel. He wants to talk about you know the plight of people who are disadvantaged, like deep, deep, deep shit. Which is cool when you want to talk about deep, deep shit. It's awful when it's like Kyrie, come on now, the game's on, you know. And that's but that's just who he is. Uh. But I like him. I, I think he's a good dude. Well, it boils down a lot to that like whole like horrible like shut up and dribble mentality that like people have been pushed into which obviously like i don't agree with and when i say polarizing i don't mean it in a right or wrong way i just mean controversial like it's it's obviously yeah, driven it's just, a tremendous in, in media, amount of like, conversation look, i've been in the eye of the storm this is what i told Kyrie. like i've been the eye of the storm right everybody's coming down to me everybody thinks i'm a fuck up whatever multiple times and then when that's how people are positioning you in the media that's just your life for however long until it starts to blow over, right? And, you know, you you can fight back or you just let it blow over and just be yourself. And, and perform. It and perform, yeah, on the court. Yeah. yeah, he knows. I mean, he's probably one of the most skilled basketball players in the history of the NBA. I mean, he's that good. Mm. And him and Luca together are going to be fun. It's going to be amazing to watch. Do you, um, do you feel like there's any level of uh, distraction that the off the court conversation brings along with it. And has there been any conversation around like trying to no. corral that? No, no, no. With Kyrie, I like, dude, just be yourself. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Just be you, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll roll with it. You know, I know he's going to stay, say shit. I don't, I don't agree with it. Right. But there's a lot of people that work for me that I don't agree with. Right. That I don't care about that. Um, so no, and he's not in New York anymore, you know, and that's a big difference. It's just a different media market. Um, I, I just, you know, and, and I think Kyrie just wants to win. He really, at the end of the day, he, he's going to be true to himself. He's he's one of the most authentic people I've ever met. He doesn't he doesn't pull any punches, mm -hmm. but he wants to win. He knows his legacy depends on winning. It's interesting how social media, kind of like an onion, has stripped the layers of artists and athletes. You know, 10, 20 years ago, you 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 know these people for the way they perform mm -hmm. or the way and your personal lives and everything else. You don't give a it's shit. Irrelevant. Yeah, you, you don't give you, a you shit. You don't know it, right? Yep. But now, you know, humans, if they have social media, are inclined to show their lives off and maybe a voice and Used opinion to. or thought. Yeah. Used so to, yeah. Most most people, I think, if you peel back their layers like an onion, become less desirable the more you know you're about human. Them. You're right. You're you, human. You, yeah, you're human. <laughs> I'm as fucked up as they get, right? Yeah, and, yeah, but, uh, but, but, but but still, then Mark, you're 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 so liked and like you know you're you're the man. And but people know a lot about you, so you're in a unique position where right. you were able to strip back those layers, and people are still fucking with you. Well, yeah, but you know, a big part of that is you know I just I just decided at one point it was like, sorry, um, you can't you can't fight it, mm -hmm. right? And like you were saying before with the picture of with your girl. <laughs> Um, and it's the point you just like, you just got to be authentic mm. and it, you call that bullshit where there's bullshit and you don't try to like change people's minds. You can't, yeah, you, can't. you can't, you can't, you, can't. you just got to roll with it. Yeah. You know, you if make a mistake. I make my mistakes. If I get it right, I get it right. Um, but, and if I think you're fucking with me, there's two levels, right? If you're just some random that's fucking with me, I don't care. Mm. Right. But if like Elon wants, Musk wants to fuck with me. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go, go baby. Let's, let's get it. Yeah, let's go, right? 
Because I like that, right? I like that. Yeah, that yeah, challenge. Yeah. yeah, you could you can punch up. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you ever avoid the? conversation just because you know that it's gonna like pull you into something that you're gonna oh, have yeah, to fucking sure. deal with for the rest of the day yeah on social media definitely definitely you know where people get my email send me an email and everything there, there's just times where you just gotta say no dude you responded to my brother's email once i did yeah about an idea he had oh i did wow this is crazy I'm was just, he eight years old <laughs> he, he wasn't eight no, no no he was like a well he was a kid he was i think he was probably 18 years old oh really yep this was 10 years ago we were living in our first apartment in uh in la we just moved here do you remember what his email address was <laughs> it would be uh, funny if he pulls it up oh <laughs> uh, it, it somebody it was crazy him. to somebody us how him. he responded um what was his email address mark I, I think mark said that you will respond to people's emails yeah not why? all of them though not all of them right but it just you why know why did it, you respond to his email I mean, I don't remember, but you know, it was just like, if I'm in a good mood, if I got time, like if I'm stressed for some reason, it's like delete, 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 delete. Uh, but his, see, his I think email that was, um, it, I really want to find his email address. I'm going to actually make an attempt here, but, but it was, uh, it was for this app idea that we had at the time called locker room where, uh, oh, girls and boys could post on their respective social medias. Um, and the opposite gender wouldn't see what the other person's posting like like girls could be girls and talk about girl stuff and guys could be guys and talk about guy stuff this was locker room talk before trump yes right so yes. You, you guys and you preceded re that you responded and said it's a good idea not a great one and he <laughs> and he he printed it out and hung it on the wall for inspiration <laughs> that is great i'm gonna try to find his email so when you said earlier that some of this stuff comes down to luck uh-huh it, being a billionaire comes down to luck. I think you kind of just touched on it right there where you said, if you're having a good day, you might respond to the email. Exactly if right. If you're having a bad day, you might delete them all. Is there any advice you would give to somebody watching the show right now of how to break through the noise and, and get, and to maybe, me and well, to any, to anybody and maybe get to you. Just on you got to get right to the point, mm -hmm. right? The longer the backstory, the worse the ideas, like my rule. So if you send me something or you st you're talking to me and the first thing is, you know, here's my life story. I've tuned out the minute you yeah, said life story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hear all that because. Oh, he'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a great backstory. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But after no, but we I make some money. I yeah. I say well, try my cheeseburger. Right, 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 right. So after we make some money, then yeah. you can tell me yeah, your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, but like to try to get my attention and make me feel sorry for you. Right. Or you, some empathy for you. So that that's going to mean I should pay more attention to your idea. No. Well, mm -hmm. and the other thing is, unless how do you get through this issue? What he just said is interesting because for me, my story is my product. Have you ever had a situation like that come to you? Like I have a, I have a best-selling book. Uh huh. So like, what if somebody brought to you a story like, and you skipped it? What if somebody brought to you a story that was so compelling that it could actually lead to a fruit, like a business in, in some fruition? No, it's cool. Right. I mean, look, Pitch I've invested the product first. Yeah. Like I've invested over a hundred million dollars in people I've never met. Right. I've got this one company, Relativity Space. Dude's from Dallas and they had a way to, um, had an idea and actually we're further along than just an idea to um, create 3D printed rockets. Like this 3D printer that's like 90 zillion feet tall, right? Real ass. Real shit. Yeah, real shit, no, right? You just and, liked it because you want to go against Elon. No, fuck no. This is before. This is like 2014. <laughs> yeah, rockets. yeah, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you some money. And then they started making progress, more and more progress. Last time they raised this summer, they raised at a $4 billion valuation. 
And like, I still have not met the dudes. And they're like, come watch this rocket and they're launch. they're in Dallas? No, no, they're now in um, Long Beach, okay, California. I was like, that's just late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and they're like, come watch this launch. And I'm like, no, now it's like a great story, right? I don't yeah. want to fuck it up. I'm never and, meeting you. No, I'm never going to meet you, right? <laughs> well, maybe when we IPO and it all cashes out. I heard that you're net negative on Shark Tank. On Shark Tank. So on a mark-to-market basis, no, I'm way up, uh. right? So there's cash and there's mark-to-market, uh. right? Like, you know, for, um, for Prime, like, what's it worth? Right. So if I invested in you, I haven't, you know, and I haven't gotten any cash back, then I'm negative. Right. But if you had did, done a raise, so on a cash basis, I'm down a little bit. On a mark to market basis, like Beatbox Beverages just raised at $200 million. Dude Wipes is probably worth $200 million. Oh, yeah. Right. And I've got, you know, 10, 15, 20% of each one of those. And so, you know, and I've invested probably $29 million across all of my Shark Tank deals and have gotten back in dividends and selling companies, maybe 26, 27. Oh, so you're right there. Yeah. yeah. And you still yeah. have all the equity. Yeah, I still have all oh, the equity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That seemed cool. like a segue. Uh, I'd like to pitch you something. Wait, let me see if I can find your brother's email. <laughs> Type in locker room for. Yeah, for, that's what I'm, I'm you, putting you in have Jake Android. I have both. I carry one of each. Oh, that's nice. Never heard anything like that. That's interesting. It's like a. That's insane. It's like a combination platter at so a Chinese restaurant. A couple things, like one beef. depends on what um, <laughs> locker room, not locker room. Depends on the network. Like so, one's AT and T and one's T Mobile. Mark, I'll be transparent with you. Uh-huh. The pitch you're about to hear from this brother is is way more relevant than the locker room pitch. Okay. I hate to say that, Jake. I'm sorry. I feel like it's a good idea, but not a great one. Just wait on you, Mark. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I will. <laughs> You'll never see me rush to a pitch. This is good. This is good. You got to ice him. We sent you. It was 2015. <gasps> oh, you come back. Come back. Yeah, come back, come Jake back. at Locker Room App. Yes. yes. Come back. Come Dot back. Co. Come back. Yes. No way. That's amazing. Okay, we sent you. Check it out. And I'm like, once I get a chance, this is... Um, December 17th, 2015, so almost eight years ago. Tell me when there are some users so I can check it out for real. I downloaded the app. No way. Yeah, genius app. Okay, here's, so from Jake Paul, um, <laughs> and who's Jeremy? I don't even know. Jeremy Green, Pink Tank. Okay, probably a guy we had helping us. Yeah, so wake up, Mark. Nice to meet you virtually. <laughs> I'd like to sit down and talk to you about my app when you're available. What are your availabilities? I'll make anything work. Jeremy Green wrote, Hey, Mark, meet my boy. He is a really big social media star. He has a great app you should take a look at. It's a genius idea. And he has about 12 million followers. His name is Jake Paul. Super cool dude. Trust me on this. All the very best. Jeremy Green, CEO, Ping Tank, P-I-N-G. Okay, this is the spot. What's up? Here's the deal from Jake. I have an app that I've developed. As you know, me and my friends have millions and millions of followers <laughs> and billions of views. We will scale this company very quickly and easily. How'd that turn out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come on board as an advisor for the app and my team and I um, and all my friends will help you launch any product that you have. One hand washes the other. Okay. Well, I didn't know about that last Damn. part. Um, <laughs> what's the app? It's called Locker Room. 
When you go to log in, it verifies your gender through Facebook. If you're a guy, it takes you to the guy's locker room. If you're a girl, it takes you to the girl's locker room. Once there, guys can't see the girl's side and girls can't see the guy's side. You can post videos, text, um, and photos. And guys can fully interact with only guys talking about the Mavs game or the hot girl's number who they just got. And girls can talk BS about their BS. All right, uh, Mark, Mark, listen. This Wait, it gets better. Oh, okay. It's not a horrible idea, but it's not a great one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I can help as an advisor. Oh, then he gives me shit. Oh, he fucks with me. No, fucks with me. Yes. Right. So I have an app still called Cyberdust. It's a privacy app, right? It's just a messaging app. It's not big, it's tiny, but I use it because it's really private. And Cyberdust is a great idea. Oh, they they should have called it. We're trying to be Snapchat. I'm blowing up your last email. I'm framing it in our office, and I'll see you <laughs> at Series A. Oh. oh. Remember, social media is my mastery. I wouldn't make something that's dumb. <laughs> oh, I'm also 18. God. I know what the kids want. Thanks for your time, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yo. So I said, fuck you, bitch. No, I, <laughs> Damn. No, I said, I will give you some free advice. Getting to Series A just means you haven't made any money yet. You still haven't accomplished anything. It's not a sign of success. So when you talk to someone else about asking for help, and remember, you asked me for help, just what you say. The goal is to make money, not to raise money. Hope you crush it. Jake Paul versus Mark Cuban, oh. 2024. Yeah, oh my God. He's the problem child. Whole conversation. I would have. I would like to ask him how he would have dealt with gender neutrality. Now, since the app is so yeah, really, if, yeah, well, now would be, it'd be like would fans be and shit. Rooms. That you know, would be, that, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that would be, yeah, that'd be, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you buy so your trans, your this, would be coming from one locker room, switching to the other, yeah. like right? back and forth. Oh, that yeah. was very interesting, yeah. and I did not expect that to happen. I did not expect that. that was, <laughs> I can't I, believe I, you found the email. I didn't expect you to have the email from 2015. I like to keep all that shit. Yeah, that was amazing. We like to we like to blow up things that inspire us. In the past, we did this a lot. Typically, like stuff that wasn't in our favor and i remember bro seeing that email he really did print it hung, out hung out above his that's desk yeah that's sweet yep, yep uh all right i got a pitch for you okay here comes the pitch i can't believe you had that email all right and i can't <laughs> believe and i can't believe i tried to stop you right before it got fucking amazing See, i had patience. no idea sometimes you gotta be patient oh sorry patience dun 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 oh i'm shocked hello mark <laughs> shark the mark the shark and former opiate addict Mike. Today I'd like to pitch you Prime Hydration. Okay. Prime Hydration was developed to... Prime Hydration was developed to fill the void where taste meets function. Uh -huh. This is the fastest growing beverage in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that, that can be very No, I know, I know the it stats. Is. 825 milligrams of electrolytes, BCAAs, antioxidants, B vitamins, 10% coconut water, only 20 calories and two grams of sugar. Mark, this is a big deal. We sell in the UK, Ireland, South Africa, United States, Canada, Australia, and Germany. We are the official sports drink of the UFC, Bayern Munich, Arsenal, FC Barcelona, and the Dodgers. Good for you guys. And, uh, I think you should really start paying attention to this drink. And uh, yeah. Sounds good, man. So I bring it over, let me taste it. Does it got any caffeine in it? Uh, this particular skew does not have caffeine. because I can't do caffeine. No, this does not have caffeine, but uh, we also have Prime Energy, which does have caffeine, but that's for 18 plus. 
um, people by the likes of drinking and stuff. <laughs> Are you Let a strawberry watermelon guy? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. right. Because we also have these. Give me the, the blue. Yeah, I, I care more about what's in it, right? So let me take a look. Give me the blue ras because of Dallas. Blue ras because of Dallas. And it's a better flavor. Oh, you got potassium, 700 milligrams, right? Yep. Because yep. potassium is the hardest thing to get. Uh, we, we, we believe uh, that most Americans don't suffer from sodium deficiencies. No. There's a lot of salt in what we yeah. eat. And uh, we went with potassium as our, as our main electrolyte. Yeah, which is cool. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I'll drink this. And honestly, I, I would drink Under Armour because they have a potassium one. Under Armour is a apparel. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, they have, a, they have a drink too. Body Armour, right? Body Armour, not Under Armour. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, Body Armour. Um, and so I like this better. Yeah, for sure. How much do you like it? How much do you like it, Mark? I would drink it. I would buy it. Really? Yeah, for sure. How much would you buy of it? Enough to I'm pissing. Yeah. <laughs> so... We don't need your money, Mark. All right. I'm not looking for an investment like a typical person pitching you. Uh-huh. This pitch is a little different. All right. I want to be the official sports trick of the Dallas Mavericks. How much money you got? Enough. All right. We can figure that out. I'm serious. Yeah, so am I. I'll take your money. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let me give you a business idea. Okay. All right. So as a vegetarian, the hardest thing to get... Um, is iron because I don't eat meat anymore and that's where you get most of your iron, mm -hmm. right? So literally all day long, I munch on corn checks because mm. corn checks and um, total cereal and rice checks, right? They have like 80% of the daily average requirement for iron. Corn checks flavored prime. I like where you're <laughs> No, <laughs> no. But if you get me a drink like this, with, which is only calorie, because if I'm munching that shit all day long. With iron. It's, yeah, it's kind of empty calories. Carbs. Yeah. And, and it's not even a lot of carbs, but it's just empty calories, right? And so if you if you can infuse iron in it, then all of a sudden you've got a, a product specifically for vegetarians. And you know how many athletes also are becoming plant-based. Mm. Kyrie is vegan, right? Um, I don't think he's vegan, um, but I think he, I'm not sure, I'm not sure honestly. Okay. Um, but- all these guys that are gone. We have a, our next product in mind that could totally work. That's I'm really just telling cool. you, because if it's just for vegetarians, the one drink, there are no other drinks for vegetarians. So this one's vegan. Right. But, but it's not, it's not going to fuel towards, the vegetarian. Right, right, right. Because you get almost all your iron from chicken and fish and um, steak and everything. And if that's literally, literally, like if I just tried to get iron from food as a vegetarian, I'd be stuffed all day, every day. Do you have a current uh, sports? Uh, yeah, but I think it's falling. I think it's expiring. Wow. See, I heard that. I think yeah. I heard that. And but I have to check for sure. Yeah, man. I think it'd be so cool, especially if it originated here. That was the worst pitch ever, dude. No, so do, yeah, <laughs> do you have a deal? Yeah, yeah I'll have to check it out. We can do something for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. I, think, I think it'd be cool, especially if it started I got out you. impulsive. Well, yeah, that's bro. close enough Hell to a yeah. handshake. Kev, you want to get a pop over there? We're not really good at pitching on the show. We you don't pitched, have to look, you know, okay, so there's, uh, well, yeah, we've exactly pitched other, right. we've pitched other sharks. I, I pitched a, a, I mean, a real incredible idea for a pet airline called Terry Air, <laughs> where, where, you know, uh, Mark, I'm sure you have pets, yeah? Yeah. And I'm, you, of course, don't have any trouble traveling with them because you've got jet, but right. the average American. No, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's, it's tough, ass, right? Yeah. So imagine a airline 
completely catered around traveling with your pet friend. These people, these dogs. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard, (laughs) but it's hard to make money off of it just because of the capital expense for the planes. That's why you see so many airlines go out of business and airlines lose money so often. It's not a great business. Well, I figured this out. I haven't figured this out. You're absolutely (laughs) right. It's a terrible idea. But vitamin E products, I mean, um, iron products, Mm. like number of plant-based um, people were on plant-based diets. Oh, it's going crazy. Is that right true? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um I went vegan for four months and vegan's too hard. Worst decision of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard. And, and and I tried again like two years later, and I had the same effect, which was like essentially my my body just consuming itself. Fatigue. Uh-huh. Extreme fatigue. Lifting my legs out of bed in the morning. Oh, no, yeah, that yeah, I don't have that problem, but you've got to make sure you get all your nutrients. You're eating eggs still? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. see, okay. Eggs and cheese for sure. Dairy. Yeah. I could see myself when I'm older and I have to pay attention to what's going into what my body. What are you trying to tell me, yeah. bitch? No, no, no. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Call me bitch again. <laughs> Call me bitch again. <laughs> no, you're not. You don't look a day over 12. Yeah, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think. Do you think the um, uh, plant based food industry? is going to take off like so there's like beyond meat fucked up right they they just went too big too fast okay. as opposed to growing organically but i think generally plant-based yeah because people eat too many processed foods and sh- too much sugar and everything and it just there's enough solutions now that it's easy do you think people will start to care about their health in a way that is actually meaningful i i think people do things that are easy mm-hmm. and if you make them think it's like popcorn right Popcorn's easy and everybody thinks it's healthy, so people eat a lot of popcorn, mm. right? And so if you make it easy, like this stuff's easy, right? Because you just pick up the drink and it's got nutrients and you get your electrolytes. So if you're working out, you're going to drink water, you can drink this, right? And if you make it easy for people to consume, then they'll think about their health. And so, you know, it's it's easy now for me to be vegetarian. I could never be vegan because I, I need my cheese, I need my dairy and all yeah, that. But so. for vegetarian... You know, and and dairy doesn't mess me up too bad. Okay, and, but it also it's got to taste good. People, yeah, for sure. people, people like in that vegan and and ultra you know health space. They some of these people eat based strictly on macros and nutrients. But the average American, they're eating. It's not going to work. That they hard. have an emotional connection Fuck to yeah. the food. I have an emotional connection. Oh hell to the food. yeah! Hey, you, you know? should see. I mean, I would weigh fifty pounds. Well, not fifty pounds. I would weigh. <laughs> You know, 15 pounds less if I didn't stress eat after Mavs lose the game. Right. Right. What's your go-to? Just whatever's in front of me because I yeah. got three kids, right? Yeah. So whatever they got. Well, the, the other issue, too, with you know, the- no, but You know what my real go-to is? There's two things. Um, used to be Giardelli chocolate chips, oh, right? Because oh, you could yeah. get eat like 30 of them and they're only 72 calories. <laughs> um, and now it's this Gatsby chocolate that we had on Shark Tank. Which is like I can get a big bar and it's got fiber in it and it's got low net carbs. It's only 180 gram, 180 calories. Does it taste good? Tastes good. See that and that and that's the other thing too. A lot of the vegan stuff, like the Beyond Meat and, and stuff like yeah, that, it actually it, it either doesn't taste good or some of that stuff is worse for you. Yeah, than because it's got all the shit in it, right? Yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, I agree shit with you. I agree. With like you. I, we're, I, I'm in the the burger space. I have a right now mm-hmm. it's a concept, but I'm gonna start doing brick and mortar soon on on this uh, burger brand called Ten Ten Burger because I've been in the burger space reviewing for years. And I'm watching Kevin Hart with Hart House. Yeah. And bro, he's opening these like really massive locations with this vegan burger. And I drive by him. There's like, doesn't seem like there's that many people like rushing to eat 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I don't know what is delivery or whatever, but the, the vegan burger is more there. Like if you bring in five people and one of them is a vegetarian, I think when people talk about vegan foods, they only think vegan. They don't think vegetarian, Mm -hmm. right? There's a whole lot more vegetarians than there are vegans. And there's a whole lot of vegetarians who tried to be vegans and couldn't. Yeah. So like if I have, I don't mind eating um, vegan or vegetarian burgers. It's healthier. How about them Texas Rangers? Woo! <laughs> what the fuck? His his commercial aired during Game Seven last night for Prime. Damn! I didn't even know that. Damn! It's it a big deal, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and when when I went to do my uh, WWE promo last night, uh, before yeah, I started here, doing right? it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. What kind uh, of promo? What do they have you doing? Yesterday was uh, I was I was talking shit, man. <laughs> What's new? Yeah, it was, it was fun. But before I did it, they uh, are you going to get to go out there? I have a, I have an event in uh in Saudi in like two weeks. And what are you gonna what are you taking out Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship? What? Yeah. yeah. See, I have my rule. I told Vince I have two rules, right? And I'll I'll get in the ring. I got to be able to hit somebody, and I got to be able to get hit. Yeah, right? Mark. And and it's great. So I took my bump. All Yo, it was guys. it was good. No, I had. You, did you see it? It was yeah, a very fun. good bump. Because yeah, yeah. you know, man, you never know. You put someone like that's not a wrestler in the ring. This was the sentiment for me as well. You're like, what's gonna happen? And a lot of celebs take real like whack ass bumps. You you face planted. That oh was... yeah. Oh no. And then I got put into a table. Right. That was the worst. <laughs> oh, damn. One. Damn. You know, it was um Seamus. Right. Seamus yeah. never been knocked down. So I'm like, okay, we got the setup. Right? Yeah. Bam. Right. And she gives me the oh, <laughs> right. How did this happen? Yeah. Right. And then there just happened. Cena just happened to put a table over in the in the corner. Right. And they told me. Rule number one, because you practice this shit, right? And they told me, keep your head down Taunt. again is yep. back, right? Yep. Because if you hit wrong, you're you're toast, right? Yep. I'm like, cool, I'm, I'll do that. And they're like, we're going to put you right in the middle of the table. It, it wasn't a special table. It was just a regular Ikea or whatever yeah. table. And, inst- and it, it'll break because it'll be right in the middle of the table. <laughs> Fucking miss the middle of the table, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Goes high. And like, I get hit. I'm like, you know, the adrenaline is rushing. I go down and I do my thing. The next day, Tough. I was like 90 years old, man. That shit hurt. Yeah. It's actually funny that all three of us on the show right now have taken a WWE bump. It's cool. That's it's fun, right? Yeah, that's it's twice. Yeah, that's it's, insane. Because I had a similar experience. Too. I got I got the shit beat out of me in Saudi <laughs> uh-huh. and, by the Usos. They smoked them. And they, yeah. cr- they killed me. And the next day, I woke <laughs> up and I was in a lot of pain. And I didn't do shit compared to what these guys do. I yeah. just saw Tyson Fury. Who, by the way, is fighting Francis Ngannou this weekend, which oh, yeah, is crazy. Right. But he, he he came out and said, uh, he said like, yeah, WWE is harder than boxing, which is what I've been saying because the the wear and tear on your body and insane. And if you don't insane. follow the protocol and the strategy, right? Like he, one dude, I forget who it was, but they it what they had a shovel in in the, uh, the thing, and it hit him wrong. And he was sliced, yeah, sliced and bleeding everywhere. Yeah. I got, I'm like, collecting my, I'm collecting my scars. I had a, right, I had a crazy botch move going wrong, but it's fun. But, but, but before my segment, they were chanting, uh, "Let's go Rangers!" And, and I was, yo, what are they? What this is WWE? <laughs> like What's going on? In, right? Fuckers. What's going on? Uh, that was a that's a weird like rooting situation to watch uh, Houston versus Texas. And I think about these people in Houston. Like, there are are the people in Houston. All Houston fans, or yeah, for some, the most, part, yeah. yeah, for the most part, yeah. You, just because it's called Texas doesn't mean you're. Gonna no, no, them. I get that, yeah. but I, but I was so one of six MLB teams that has never, never won a World Series. Never, yeah. Now they made it twice yeah. in like 2010 and 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, 
and just come out of nowhere, right? Because they got out of the gates really strong at the start of the season. And then at the end, they just were dropping like a rock. And it looked like they might not even make the playoffs. And then, bam, they just go on a run. When's I mean, the last time a wild card team won a World Series? It's got to have been a... Yeah, I don't even they're know. They're 8-0 on the road in the playoffs. It's they're, insane. Yeah, they're it's crushing insane. it. It's this, insane. This, this Houston uh, and Dallas back and forth reminds me that we had um, Tillman Fertitta. Uh-huh. On oh, yeah, the, are you, right. he, I think he owns the Houston Rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is you guys cool? Or is yeah, we're it, cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know him real well, but we're cool. Is there, like, uh, any ever beef between you and other, like, team owners that you, you really want to beat them and it's personal? Nah, um... No, I don't. I just don't give a fuck this, that much. The right? sport, yeah, the yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you allocate your time? Because uh, you're like, still going really, really hard. Yeah, because I like it. I do shit I like. I'm lucky. I only get to do what I like to do, right? Mm. So cost plus plus, other than family, cost plus drugs is probably seventy percent, and the Mavs are thirty percent. Except during free agency, then the Mavs are a hundred percent, and everything else goes second. Okay. Cost plus drugs. Can we Dot talk com. about that? Yeah, seventy percent of your time. Yeah, yeah. So costplusdrugs.com. If we, I got into the, the pharmaceutical business, right? The drug industry, because it's so fucked up. Mm. You know, here we are in 2023 and people have to choose between their medicine, their rent, their daycare, their food, mm. all this shit, right? And when you look at the industry, it's always been done the same way for the last 20 years. And their whole mission is just to fuck people. And so we said, we're going to create this, um, this company, costplusdrugs.com. And what we're going to do that's different is we're going to show you our cost, exactly what we pay for it. And we're going to mark it up 15%, charge you shipping and handling. And that's going to be the price. Transparency. So, complete transparency, which doesn't happen in the drug industry at all. Like if you go to the pharmacy, you got no idea what you're going to pay for something, right? And so like you guys are independent contractors, so you might have some insurance or might not, but with your deductibles, you're paying out of pocket for mm. everything. Right. And so you go to costplusdrugs.com for whatever it is you need, or your grandma, your dad, your mom, whatever. We're going to save you a fuckload of money. Have the big pharma companies been trying to bury yeah, you? You really want that smoke? Oh, fuck yeah. I want to fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. But are they trying to, like, yeah. You- so there's this thing called pharmacy benefit managers, PBMs that own insurance companies. And, you know, they haven't fucked with us directly, just indirectly, like telling people not to do business with us okay. and stuff. But, We've got like millions of users, right? And so people are coming in and like, I'm used to people coming up to me say, let's go Mavs, right? Or I love you on Shark Tank or this or that. But now let's people- Let's go pharmaceuticals. No, no. It's like <laughs> people walking up to me and hugging me. I, I can like, afford change to live. Yeah. Change your life. Like, mm. you know, yesterday it was like, you know, someone here came up to me and goes like, one of my really good friends has cancer and he was having to pay 400 bucks a month out of pocket. You guys were 16 bucks a month. Mm. Dude, how much do you know about? You're like the anti Martin Shkreli. Oh yeah, he tried to fuck me. I don't. Oh yeah, I don't even know about your guy's situation. But how much do you know about? No, I know everything he did. Yeah, and why he he says he did it. Do you believe he? So Martin Shkreli, for for anybody who doesn't know, raised the price of. It was a generic drug. Right. It was a generic drug and he raised it from like 75 bucks to, to like 7, 75. 000. Yeah. 7,500. Yeah. What was the, what was the drug again? Was it, was it a. Daraprim. Is it an anti-HIV I don't remember what it does, but it's yeah. Daraprim. Whatever. But he raised the price by like a hundred, a hundred X. Like just one At day, least, yeah. the drug Boom. that you need to survive went because from 75 was to 7,000. And so, but, and actually he deserves a little bit of credit for what we're doing because if that motherfucker couldn't raise prices like that, 
that that was an indication to me that how fucked up the business well, is. Well, that's what he said. He said he was doing that to showcase the issue in the pharmaceutical space. Fuck no, he was doing it to make money, right? <laughs> he was. I mean, he was because I did it the exact opposite. Yeah, I did the exact opposite, right? Because if you can raise prices like that, you could also be transparent and cut the prices, and that's what we did. Like, there's drugs, imatinib, which is a, another cancer drug that if you just walked right now today, you needed that drug, and you walked into CVS or some big uh, pharmacy, they're going to charge you two grand. We'll charge you $61. That's insane. Like there was another one, some, a friend of mine was in this horrible accident way back when and was paralyzed and he needs this drug called Droxidopa. He <clears> lost <throat> his insurance and they were going to charge him $10,000 every three months. Our price was like $51 every three months. That is insane, It's man. incredible because they'll just rip you off. It's so, it's really noble, dude. Out of everything you've done, that's the coolest No, that, that's 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 because it's actually Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drugs. It's the only company I've ever put my name on it. No Because way. to get started, we had to get these companies to sell to us. And we don't have all drugs, but just to get like the first 1,500 drugs, I had to put my name on it just to show them I was serious and not talking shit. I was going to ask, how, how do you get these drugs? drugs without jumping through like FDA hoops? Or well, initially what? it's generic drugs, right? So we just buy them and we sell them. Our business is really easy. We buy drugs, we sell drugs, we show you our costs, we show you our markup. So if you go to costplusdrugs.com and you just put in whatever. So, okay, maybe I'm not 12, but guys my age like to use generic Cialis, generic Viagra, right? You go buy, um, typically now you'll pay a buck a pill, two bucks a pill and think that's cheap. You go to cosplusdrugs.com and put in Tadilafil, which is generic Cialis. You can buy 90 of them for $8. Jesus, Plus shipping so, much, so many boners. Yeah, no shit, right? It's like, yeah, right? Cheaper, like my buddy yesterday was laughing. He, he texted me, he goes, it's cheaper than fucking M&Ms, dude. No, for real. <laughs> yeah. We have a very diverse uh, viewership here males females many of them very interested in cost savings and cost cutting we're here to pitch you today on a potential uh partnership with the impulsive program for care plus drugs, okay cost plus where drugs. you guys go you already botched it you botched yours too yeah, we're not pitchers okay <laughs> for cost plus drugs uh we'd like to promote it here on the program drive cool. traffic to site cool. and we'd love to talk to you about an ongoing partnership cool yeah but i'll, I'll tell you we have not spent a penny on advertising or marketing and never will. We're a brand safe. <laughs> Damn. I, let me just tell you why, though. Let the me last just... part came out. I, I really shut down. Yeah. You know? let, let me tell you why, though, right? Sure. Because if you save 2000 bucks a month on your medication, what's the first thing you're going to do? Tell everyone. Tell everybody you yeah, know. Yeah. If you're getting a heart on every 15 minutes, what's the first thing your wife's going to do? Tell, tell everybody. Right? <laughs> I'm sure I don't have to lecture you on the importance of brand building. Okay. Yeah. I understand that you're getting a lot of traffic through word of mouth, and that's great. But what we want to do with you is we want to build out a brand. We, we want to show people who you are, what, what you represent, really drive home that cause marketing angle of this. That's what we want to do here on this show. I think that's awesome. So let me pitch you something. Sure. <laughs> Guys, if you have the opportunity to help millions of your viewers and their families by saving them on medication fuck, every fuck. single day, fuck. you know it's not about money. Yeah. You know it's about the joy. You know it's about the peace it's going to bring you. You know that you literally are going to wake up every morning of every fucking day for the rest of your life saying, because we sponsored costplusdrugs.com. We'll do it for free. Everybody that listens to this show has a little bit more money to buy fucking prime, motherfucker. I'm sold, yeah. guys. Mark Cuban, costplusdrugs.com. Ah.
Save yourself, save your life, save your money. And buy Prime with that savings. And buy Prime when you save the money. No, no, you're actually right. Well, that, that wouldn't be a sponsor we do. We, why would we charge? Well, for today, I think it, it's great that we do it today and we will keep all the names. We'll actually even <laughs> include a link. Unfortunately, Mark, I do have to tell you, we have we have a lot of overhead on the show. We've got people we have to fly around and unfortunately doing free promotions. Damn. Damn. That's that's what uh that's what you could could be also. No, actually, this stuff is actually really good. Thanks, um, man. I'm on my second bottle. Thanks. Later. How much of how much of lot. cost plus drugs to you is more than a business, more than another entrepreneurial pursuit, 100%, 100%. and it being your second mountain where you actually get to help people? Hundred percent of it. That's why it's cool. Yeah, I mean, nobody in this country thinks healthcare is run well. No. Nobody oh, thinks so about, bad. okay, maybe you trust your doctor, but the minute you get hurt, the minute you're sick, the minute anything happens, right? Like your ankle, right? Who the fuck knows what you're going to do? You trust your doctor and you're trying to figure it out. But the minute you have, you say yes, and you know, it's going to cost you money. It all goes to shitter, right? You don't know how much you're going to pay. You don't know what your insurance is going to cover. If anything, you don't know if their hospital is going to charge you extra on shit. That's what I'm trying to change. Our health system in this country is potentially the most fucked up thing about this hundred percent, hundred percent. Namely, what you're talking about prescriptions for sure, but namely on the mental health side. Yeah, 100% it is, there it too. is, it is mind blowing to imagine that it, that the process has become so financially democratized and so non-transparent where, it, it, I mean, if I told you how long it takes for the average person out there to get an appointment with a psych or with a therapist through their insurance, it is absolutely Well, see, and that's wild. part of the problem. So that's part of what we're trying to fix, right? So when you look at healthcare insurance, the concept of, insur of insurance is everybody pays premiums in, there's a big pool of capital, and for shit the individuals can't afford or companies can't afford, right, they cover it because they've got this pool of capital. That's not what happens now, right? It's the exact opposite. They do everything they can not to spend the money. And so I've told companies, like, I'm, I'm walking into CEOs right now of big companies and saying, look, bro, you, you should stop using insurance companies. Healthcare insurance is dead. If you're buying health, there's no reason for any companies to buy healthcare insurance. There's, you know, like with my companies, there's direct contracting. There's a bunch of things that you can do that are far more cost effective, but allows you to avoid your employees having to deal with, um, with denials, right? With claim denials or, you know, pre-approvals that get denied. It's just insane the way it works. And that's part of what we're trying to fix. Do you think there's certain portions of uh, society, at least in America, that would benefit from not being capitalistic in structure? You know, I'm, all, I'm a hardcore capitalist, For right? Sure. But capitalist is about people, right? Capitalism is about people. The people that are starting companies and not starting companies. And so there are always going to be good people that come from the right place and fucked up people, right? Whether you're communist socialist or capitalist, that's not going to change that people are going to get fucked one way or the other because not, you know, but the good news is with a capitalist, a capitalistic system where somebody is willing to do the right thing, a lot of people can benefit in socialist systems. If there's any corruption at all, like you see in a lot of countries, nobody benefits and everybody gets fucked. Mm. Right. If so I, if it's I'm democratized trying, a little bit. Yeah. Cause yeah. like if I, no one's stopping me from doing this except competitors, right? If you're in a socialist country and the dictator, whoever is in charge, doesn't want you doing it, you're, you're fucking going to jail. Right. And nobody benefits. Do you so think that I'll take our system? Do you think that the capitalistic approach can 
especially in success, can sometimes take people who started off with uh, pure intentions and turn it into a profit only. Oh, fuck know, yeah. Structure. Yeah, of course. You see that all the time. But again, you have to say, what's the worst case scenario, right? And if you've got a dictator, it's whatever they decide. For sure. Right? I mean, you guys go to Saudi. Whatever the family decides, yep. good, bad, and different, right? Yep. That's what they decide. Here, you know, even though people think the Illuminati and the World Economic Forum and all these conspiracy people, no, man, because like I can start shit like this. You guys can do something that, mm. that makes you money and helps people, mm. right? You can get involved in all the programs you want to help people. You can give this to people, you know, that can't afford all you. It's up to you, mm. right? And there's nobody who's going to stop you. That's the difference. When good people could do good things in a capitalistic um, system, it's hard to stop them. When good people try to do good things that disagree with the people in charge in a socialist or other type, similar types of system, whoever's no in charge. No checks and balances. Whoever's in charge, yeah. fuck you, you're gone. There's a lot of uh, young and younger people you know, watching this episode right now uh, who are probably still in the decision-making phase around what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Uh -huh. Do you have any... Uh, sector or industry-based advice on where you think the next you know big areas of the world are that's for a cool question people. um you got to know ai yeah, yeah, yeah. right there's only two types of com there's only two types of companies in this world those who are great at ai and everybody else because mm -hmm. ai is going to take over everything mm. everything everything now does that mean there's going to be some like will smith ai you know type no no i don't believe that the ai is going to take over any of that shit right because you can just pull the plug are you what are you doing AI. everything I, I sit there and i fucking read the fucking manual i you know take I, everything i chat ggp or really? bar to all that shit yeah oh, invest in companies that do oh, it you man. gotta know it you gotta know i it. bet you so i bet annoying. you another big portion of that is as ai continues to you know garner exposure and, and its own you know level of intelligence its application to physical robotics is going to continue to also exponentially Well, there's two types increase. of different things. There's two types. There's multiple types of AI, right? So there's the chat GPT, which are called large language models, which kind of emulate question and answer, chatbot type stuff, right? And then there's machine learning, neural networks, and comparable things um, that allow you to work on the business side of things, right? So you can have it um, do computer vision to, you know, pick, you know, like, um, Amazon's starting to create these robots, right? That use computer vision and know where to put things and how to move things and all that kind of stuff. I've got companies that like use computer vision and then analyze it with machine learning to see if a leak's coming out of a pipe, right? So you can use machine learning, all that. Big companies like Google use it to analyze their sales, what are the best platforms to sell on, where do you get the greatest return? Like you guys have to go through that thing on the top, out of the top of your head and you run spreadsheets. Like, okay, where are we, where should we spend our money? Where should we spend our time? And you try to get the most that you can out of earned media, right? Cause that's the biggest bang for the buck. But once you get past earned media and you guys out there are humping, right? Then it's like, where do we spend our money? Then they talk about, you know, return on ad spends and, you yeah. know, cost customer acquisition costs and all that shit, but it's still a guess. And you don't know until after the fact and where people are starting or have been using in big companies, um, AI is to say, take all the data that we have for that stuff and analyze where the best outputs are and where we should spend our money. Now, the challenge is Google and Facebook on the other side are saying, okay, we're reading everything that everybody else is doing. Uh, How do we react to that? That's why you don't always get the same return on your ad spend because whether it's a sponsorship or SEO, or whatever, because they're always adjusting their algorithms. 
Mm. You know about all that. So you know about all the SEO, SMO, like yeah. all that stuff. You yeah. pay attention to all of it. Yeah. Now I'm not in the details and the weeds like I but used to But you understand be. it. I understand it all. Is yeah. there any part of business that you don't understand? No. HR. Yeah, whatever. Everything. Yeah. You know how everybody's talking to each other in each department. You know how. I, no, no. I don't know what everybody's saying. Right. right. But I know what it all means and what they're trying to accomplish. Got you can it. put me in any business anywhere, anytime, you know, in the world and just say, okay, figure it out. And I will. Did you ever make the conscious decision to go from business guy who thoroughly understands business to personality? Like you, 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 you did at one point. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It, yeah. I guess it was conscious. It was just like, okay, I've accomplished this in my life business wise, financially. How the fuck can I have more fun? Okay. That's what it came okay. down what, to. What was the first like media forward facing thing you did? Um, Probably before I bought the Mavs, I would do panels and, you know, I, I I did a thing for Samsung where and for Dell where just ads and stuff like that. Okay, okay. And then when I bought the Mavs, that's when it blew up because uh, I was getting fined and everything. So I was on every TV oh, show, sick. every late night talk show, that's all right. that, just like you guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know, boys, yeah, yeah. Make your rounds. Yeah. yeah. Did it make his acting dreams come true? Yeah. Did you, it make you, my acting dreams come true? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I, hey, look. So after I sold my first company and I was about that lifetime pass in American Airlines. Um, I moved to LA, got a spot on the beach, had um, two flight attendants that were my roommates because I traveled and they traveled. It was perfect. And I started taking acting classes, not because I really wanted to act it. I wanted to act. I just wanted to meet hot girls, right? <laughs> and it was just like. In, in acting classes? Yeah. yeah, but those, yeah. Are the, those are the weird ones, man. Does it really matter? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I would be like, you know, because you'd have to do these scenes and everything. And I'd be like, to my acting teacher, please. You know, there's this one makeout scene in this one yeah. play, and you know, put me <laughs> yeah. with so and so. Oh, it was hysterical. The actresses are tough, man. For a long term relationship, it's hard. It's, <laughs> he he, he it's dated hard. an actress. Well, You're no, talking no, long term no, no, relationships? No, 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 not that. Not he that he had a long term relationship with an actress. That's not that kind of actress. I'm talking about real actresses. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No need to go there. We've, we've uh, moved on. But, 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 but listen. I know you want to do it, but you're not doing it today because we're, we're done with that. You can't read them. They can lie to you to your face. And it's like, oh, that's scary. it's like they're reading the script. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. babe, I would never the do operative that words you. cue the tears. You know what I'm saying? Like the operative words were long-term relationship. Yeah. Well, so what are you just not a, uh, we're at one point you weren't a long-term relationship type of guy. I was a six minute relationship guy. Right? <laughs> oh, can relate. Damn respect. Can re when did it, when did it change? Um, when I came back to Dallas um, and met my now wife um, at the gym when I was I was playing ball, um, I got introduced to her, and that's when it started to change. What was different? Um, more me than her. She's awesome, right? We've been married 22 years. Timing. Um, yeah, timing more than anything else. I didn't get married till I was 44. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's funny because people always talk about meeting the right one, but when in reality, it's more like meeting... The yeah, right like person I, at the right time. Like in my first company, I dated this girl who's awesome, really, really cool. Um, but I was like, I'm on a mission, right? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't taken a vacation in seven years. You know I'm on a mission. Yeah. She's like, when are we gonna settle down? And I'm like, What's your name again? <laughs> you know? oh. <laughs> it, it's just like I was on a mission. Yeah. And they knew it. And it was just but once I got to the point where the mission changed, that's when it was ready. Was it easy for you? Right off the bat, because I've had a little friction. I was a little bit of a, a fucker myself. <laughs> a little bit of a player, right? Yeah, a little bit. And and I'm in a relationship now, and I've had like I had a little bit of friction in the beginning, especially when I was like like transitioning out of that. How old are you? Thirty eight. All right. See, that's the thing, right? Because I remember 
vividly being 38, right? And thinking, okay, should I like, is it time for me to get married, right? Is it just that time when things are going to happen? And I almost rushed into something I shouldn't have rushed into. Um, but then when, you know, Tiffany came along, it was kind of like, okay, this is easy. Mm. But even then we dated five years before we got married. Got mm. it. You, you are going to be remembered for a lot of things. Uh, it, is that something that's important to you? Like, do you think about legacy at all? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I never really did until cost plus drugs mm. because it's like, that's why I put my name on it because if I get done what I want to get done, Shit's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Right. And it'll be one of those things just like, fuck, didn't happen, did happen. Yeah, right? right. And the everything changed. Now, you know, still just a 10% chance I get there. But yeah. And then, you know, going back to Chat GPT. So I'm going out to meet with Google um, and just some of the people, it's just random stuff. And one of the things I want to pitch to them, like with Chat GPT, like I do everything via email. And so I literally, going back years, have maybe a million emails, that I, like the ones you saw, right? Yeah. I want them to be able to write, so, um, to be able to update ChatGPT for me, at least just a special app for me, where I can take all those emails and ingest it and train a model so that long after I'm gone... That you, you can be emailing Mark Cuban. I'll be fucking immortal. Have you seen... There's an episode of How Black cool Mirror. That shit, though, there's right? an episode no, of Black, Black Mirror, right? That and when I say this. immortal, I don't mean like... But could you imagine? Okay, so, so something the Illuminati would say, man. I'm not. Yo, 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 yo. So I have this company, Hypervision, right? You know, you the sphere and everything, yeah. and how crazy that is for sure. So, in the lobby of the sphere, they set up these um, 18 foot holograms, and when they were testing it, they used me because I had trained one for them, and so I was like an 18 foot hologram. Sick. So imagine. 110 years from now, right? There's going to be a fucking hologram of whoever, right? And if you keep all your emails and all your texts yeah. and all your shit, how are you going to know the can, difference? Of course. It can understand, learn, and then project your personality. How insane. Yeah, it's insane. And I guarantee you that is a fact that that will Oh, for happen. sure. For sure. That's It's inevitable. Uh, 18-foot-tall Mark Cuban talking to you exactly like Mark Cuban No, but would. it's going to get deeper yeah. than that. It's not going to be something that could be contained in a a Jim Dolan run structure. It's the, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to ask you about your relationship with him. I, I get a lot of great with Jim. Yeah, I mean, he can play guitar too. He's a cool oh, dude. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but at some point, they're going to implant that AI, that intelligence into a lab grown human. Human. This was, this is a black mirror. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck this, yeah. You're right. Could you see a fucking little salamander? And he was saying, <laughs> yeah. what up, Mark? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's dark AI. You know, cosplay's drugs. <laughs> A Mark Cuban salamander. <laughs> a Mark Cuban AI salamander. Yeah. Would you put in these drinks? Yeah. There's a little LSD there's a, in those. Yeah, there's right. LSD, yeah. Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What, what was that one um, thing that went viral? Not my chair, not my problem. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. One of the most famous YouTube videos of all time. Uh, uh. What's uh, in? Uh, what's the name of it? In, he was in a closet. Yes. And he was on acid. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, he was, like, was just like, rule. Yeah, not my chair. Not yeah, my, not my chair, not Come my problem. Come on over here, Mr. Stairman. <laughs> Get real. Staircase man. Get real. Get real. <laughs> is real. I love that one. I forgot the title of the video now. I don't remember. Oh shit, Mark Cuban! I think that's all we got for you, man. No, you man. Play, come on, wanna... this is rolling. We're having fun. Oh, okay, cool. We, if you got, we if we got more, yeah, we're gonna have to keep going for sure. I'll ask you this question, Mr. Cuban. Are you Cuban? Nah, Russian. Athlete, okay, Ukrainian. I'll ask you this question, Mr. Russian. Uh, Victor Wembenyana. Uh huh. What do you think of him? He's a baller. He can play. 
It's just a question, you know, can he hold up physically? But yeah, he's skilled as fuck. You think because he's uh, just so long? He's yeah. he, like body-wise? Just tall and skinny, right? And just getting beat up, you know, just all the physicality. Because every big player in the NBA that's got any mass to them at all is just going to try to just run him over. Oh. But the physical. Let's agree on this. Do you feel like the physicality of the game is what it wants? Because I, I, as an older, it's man, different. It's different. Well, I look back at you know, the yeah, Pistons, sure. Knicks, yeah, you know, Rick Mahorn. There's no Rick Mahorn. Well, those they guys would just be knocking each other. The out. The game like, has changed, right? But it's so fast that it becomes physical, right? Right. You know, if you're running and and going, the ball's moving. Everybody's crashing the boards for rebounds. That shit's physical. It's yeah. just not the same, you know, give it to Shaq, get out of the way and let him pound the ball and turn around and, and dunk on somebody. You got to move, but when you're up in the air, people are hitting you. Yeah. How do you raise kids as a billionaire and expect them to be like normal people? It's hard. Fortunately, I get my wife is, is super chill and cool and... um my kids are 14, 17, and 20 now, and um, they've turned out pretty good so far. You know, not going to work. You never know, right? But um, but they're really good kids, and they're smart. Um, are they entitled to a certain extent? Yeah. Oh, no, sure. Why? Yeah. Just, I mean, look, you guys have had to bust your ass and been through shit, right? They're never going to be through any shit. I'm not going to let that shit happen. You didn't want to throw them in a lake or so, a freezing cold lake in the winters or something? Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like actually, like well, that's what my dad did to me. Really? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Stairs. My dad would, he sometimes it's the, well, we don't like to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he, he hardship. Hardship, like, defined my childhood. Um, and, it, you know, it forged yeah. a pretty mentally strong human. Yeah. But um, you you also work your ass off. So did you try to instill that in your kids at all? Or, or Not, or, like, or not like that, no, no. Like, you got to figure things out for yourself, mm. right? But, you know, even like, there's just no way to recreate that yeah no, right because yeah. because like my parents didn't go to college my dad did you know upholstery on cars and, and seats and shit and he worked all day every day right maybe had sundays off and so i always wanted to make more because and he wanted me to make more right but i saw how tough life was on him mm. and my mom and what they had to do for me and my two younger brothers and you get to see that too there's no way i could recreate that with my kids it, it, it would be hard when i'm in my head like thinking about how I want to raise, um, you know, hardworking, respectful humans and bring them into this world in the way that I think I was raised. The only way to really do it would be to like, throw move, away move all the money, throw, yeah. it, throw it away. Yeah. Move back to just regular not, life. Or just and not expose them to it as much whenever possible. Yeah, but you can't, right? Yeah. Hey, let's take a ride on the plane. And, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Now but you got to ride economy with them. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they do, they fly commercial or, you know, whatever. And so, it's not like they feel entitled from the perspective of give me everything. I'm doing nothing. It's more that they don't have to worry about that next dollar mm. and they never will. And they know it. Yeah. Right. It's, but there will be other hardships, right? Like if there's, yeah, if there's something there, about life, it's that like, dude, the hardships are coming. Like no regardless doubt. of like what you, yeah. what, where you what are financially have in the bank. Right, so on right. and so forth, they just look different. It's they just look dramatically different types different. of hardships than we face. Right. Yeah. You know, their back is never going to be against the wall financially. And that builds, you know, some level of character, For, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, just living in this day and age, particularly as my kids, right? They're going to be fucked with and they are fucked with, right? On social media or whatever. Yeah. And that has good side and bad side. When you guys have kids, it'll be the same way. Yeah. Right? 
not to mention pressure. Like it's like, yo, you're imagine like your son, like your father is one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time. Like there has to be some level of pressure having to live up to that. Like, yeah, if well, you're, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there's a million like little different ABCs. And they have to find their own path. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, that's what we tell them. Right. You know, we know you don't have to run my companies. You don't have to run the Mavs. You got to find your own path and wherever that takes you. We're cool with that. Do they uh, intend on doing any of that? As of now? No, really? Yeah, no. It, it, it would be cool to pass down, you know. Yeah, but they're too young. Like, they're 14, 17, and, yeah, they, and yeah, 20. It's, you know, you're talking 10, 15 years away, and who knows what they're going to be like. What is 20 into? Um, she is a sophomore in college, and, you know, she's into trying to get good grades. Cool. You know, and she busts her ass, and she's smart. Um, but, like, I tell them, they don't have to know what they're going to be when they grow up yet. Like, I didn't know what I was going to be when I grew up. I knew I was going to be in business, mm. but I changed majors, this and that, and... I don't expect them to be, you know, anything but themselves. I was in cost plus drugs until I was 28. Right. Same type of business. I yeah. bought and sold drugs. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. yeah. Just not legally. But, um, and then, you know, I tell people that all the time. It's never too late. There's a, there's a lot of young people watching this. There's a lot of people in their thirties watching this right now. And I always deliver that message. Whenever like, you figure it out, you figure it out. Yeah. Do you, uh, have any thoughts about the education industry? Or, or, yeah. It's or, fucked up too. Right. It's yeah. really fucked up. I mean, like in terms of going to college, you know, I went to Indiana University and I love IU, but if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. And the dumbest thing you can do is just take out a shitload of loans and mm. fuck up your future. And so, you know, I tell people go to community college, you know, accounting class is accounting class, whether it's at a community college or at Harvard. You know, psychology is psychology for the most part, whether it's community college or Harvard. So get those first couple of years of your introductory class. Transfer. Transfer, but, you know, transfer where you can afford to go. Um, and I think the college business is fucked up enough. You're starting to see a couple colleges like close to bankruptcy. I think you're going to see more. Wow. Oh, you think the college dream is kind of like dying off a little bit? I don't bit? think it's the college dream that's dying off. I think it's the colleges are so misrun where it was so easy because it was easy money. Like when any, any business, like, you know, your former pharmaceutical business, any business, people can borrow money and sell shit to borrow money. If it's easy to borrow money, prices go up, mm -hmm. right? And that's what happened with college. If everybody, everybody could borrow any amount of money and you couldn't even declare bankruptcy to get rid of it, college prices went up. And so you got to go to a school you can afford because the delta between, you know, the most basic four-year school and the best public universities is really small. It would be so cool to disrupt the education system. It would be, it would be cool. It, it's just so hard because you the, the curriculum is approved by like local governmental bodies and well yeah well yeah, in high school now that's what's fucked up well, there right? yeah well that's kind of, that's kind of what i'm talking about like young people learning shit myth. that they'll never never use legitimately never use yeah like, you know but there's go ahead i was gonna say unless you get into a trade like like dude i love calculus and math i was very good at math i've forgotten all of it and i've never used yeah but you knew once. that you could learn the shit right and so i learned a, how to learn you learn that's the most important skill yeah like when people say what did what did you get from indiana university i learned counting this but i learned how to learn yeah, yeah. but you don't yeah but you don't learn in that manner thereafter oh yeah you do you think so I, I, oh fuck I, I yeah in what in what in what how way? did you get into this how did you learn about the podcast business you fucking read all you can you keep up with no, everything I didn't i learned through doing well but still right you had to have the basics right either you did learned it yourself or you found somebody that you can depend on that could do it and then you had to figure out you had to put in the time to learn the industry to know what works mm. and you had to make your mistakes but you still had to learn and it's no different in, in high school, whether it's biology or calculus or whatever. You got to just be there learning the shit 
and have and figure out you have the confidence to figure out whatever they but put think, in front of you. But I think yeah. the conversation we're having right now is is the conversation is like, do you want these kids nose down in the books or do you start them in a real world scenario earlier on? Like I could have been re we both we started this podcast together. We in you know 2018 in a in a little bit of an earlier time for podcast. We could have very well studied Call Her Daddy, studied Rogan, talked about it, sat down, had dinners, did this, did that. This podcast is what it is because we one day decided but this, to start a that's podcast. This is an industry that you can start cheap. For sure, but 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 like trade. And by the trade, way, I did the first podcast 1995. No way. Yeah. Oh, that was like literally. Was it on yeah, broadcast.com? Broadcast, like, <laughs> yeah. But I just look at like some of the trade stuff and I've always been really envious of the trade kids. But that's just like going to change too. That's just going to change. There's no guarantees. Technology changes everything all the time. doesn't matter if you're a plumber, you're an electrician, whatever. You're going to put in the chat GPT. You're going to put in a picture. You're going to put in the wiring in your house and you're going to say, Tell me exactly what to do. You can yeah. put on your VR goggles and it's going to look at it and using computer vision going to tell you, you know, don't do this red, blue, yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. And figure it out. You know, now all of a sudden that trade that you're dependent on. That's the scariest. It's like, dude, like imagine having when the CEO of Blockbuster found out like, yo, your We're business fucked. model is, is doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Fuck, right. That's CD gotta company. be one of the worst. CDs, DVDs, right? All the like you did everything right. And just because of the movement of time and technology, your entire life is. When I was, when I was in high school, I took typing on a real fucking typewriter. When was the last time you even saw a typewriter? <laughs> on a typewriter? Yeah, on a typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fucking, you know. But when we, was the last we time you got on a keyboard. Yeah, but when was the last time you even saw a typewriter? I have one, so okay. Well, maybe a couple weeks ago, but it's before kinda, that, <laughs> no. Anybody never. else? Anybody in the audience <laughs> ever see a fucking typewriter? No. Know what it is? No, no. It's just like um, we were at Shark Tank doing something, and um, Dame and John, um, we we were somewhere, and there was a rotary dial phone, right? Like a payphone rotary dial, yeah. and he asked one of the um, women who worked there, who was about twenty five. Dial a number for me. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know, it's one of those things where you dial the number and you wait, goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes back, right? She just, it was like 212. It's not working. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No idea how to use it. Shit changes. Yeah. Shit changes. But if you know how to learn and if you love to learn, you will find a way to figure it that out. Evolve. And that's what I tell my kids, right? My son is like, why do I have to do this, dad? I'm never going to use, when was the last time? I'm like, same thing I just said now, right? When you learn how to learn, you can figure out anything. Totally true. And yeah. So when you learn calculus, yeah. maybe you didn't use calculus, right? But when you're looking at shit and you're trying to figure out what's the best setup for this room, you're thinking and you're, you're making equational valuations yeah. in your head. Yeah, that's true. Right? And so you use that. You just don't sit down and visually say, let me create a formula. That's no, true. I did. I came in. The first thing I did when I came in here today is I had the pie gathering theory completely, you know, drawn up. And I studied the it. pie gathering, yeah. pie, the pie gathering. <laughs> we had a pie gathering here earlier. today. Right. Before you <laughs> do you think that the world is going to ever get better? Do you, do you, yes. have, do you have hope? Yes. I'm, I'm big on hopium for sure. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back in history, my dad used to say, you don't live in the world you were born into. And if you go back in history, like my grandparents who were in Ukraine got forced out in the early 1920s, over 100 years ago, because they were Jewish and they were like, leave or die. You know, my dad enlisted in World War II and got sent and, you know, had shrapnel and this and that. And he saw people die. You know? Shit's been worse, a lot worse. The difference is, like, 
if you want to f- see something and get a perception of something, you just pick up your phone. Used to be before you would have to turn on the TV, turn on the radio, or wait for the newspaper. And everybody kind of had the same um, gatekeepers and we all saw, saw the same thing and got the same message and things didn't look as scary. But, you know, there's been riots, there's been, there's all kinds of fucked up shit, right? If even now, like, you know, if you're a minority person of color in this country, people are going to fuck with you. Going back to the X conversation we had earlier and kind of just like touching on what you're talking about here. You talked about these like gatekeepers and this kind of like order and less democratized approach to news sharing. Do you ever feel like the the new ability to kind of just show everything to everyone all the time could lead to like a spiraling snowball effect of that elevated bad energy almost? No, but it does elevate the bad energy for sure. And it does create more risk because it's an easy platform to send misinformation. And so when you get on X in particular, maybe to a lesser extent TikTok, you're going to see some shit that in the 20 years ago you would never have seen, right? And that can scare the fuck out of you or it can inspire someone to do bad shit and all that. Um, and that I think that leads to more lone wolves or more, you know, breakaway groups. But like these dudes here, you know, you know, you walk through here and it's just not, it's not like, oh, we're all fucked up. We're all going to die. Right. You go to the restaurant, you talk to people who are buying prime, right? You go to WWE and you see people who look like every, every type of person in the, on the planet yeah. and people are still, you know, screaming and yelling at WWE. Yeah. Right. We you just know? talked that we, we've actually been talking about this a lot lately. <clears throat> the internet is just so detached from what real life social looks media, like. not yeah. even the yeah, internet. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Social media. It's, it's, it's actually wild because if you spend enough time in it, you have you get on that rabbit hole and it's fucked up. Well, you have no choice but to believe in your mind that this is how the world outside of social media. If that's behaves. all you saw, for yes. sure. Yeah, and we see it so much. We're on our phones all day, and then you go all outside and you're like, day. none of this is happening. Yeah, and you see, like my kids are using TikTok less, use YouTube only within like sports highlights or whatever, um, or clothes or whatever, and not the way they used it even five years ago. You think the habit might be breaking a little bit? A little bit, yeah. For for, for younger people, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. You think yeah. you think because it's too much shit, yeah. right? And, and they, the algorithms send they know that. Yes, they do. Because, they're not, they know better than we do. From the, well, they're getting smarter though. You're seeing like a whole new generation of like anti-alcohol, anti-drug. Like, dude, the amount like a lot of kids started leaning more towards marijuana than alcohol. I mean, when we were in high school, it, dude, that's what you did. There was like we had a keg in our pool hall yeah, at for sure. school during school hours. For sure. Like you'd be there getting fucked up all day. Now kids are making smarter decisions about their sobriety, their long-term health. For sure. And they so understand. I think if they notice that 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 continuous dopamine rush for them is bad from social media, well, they're gonna potentially steer away from that. We all well. see our fucked up friends. And you say, how'd this person get so fucked up? Him or her, right? And you know the ones that have got totally into social media to a negative extent, extent for sure, right? Just like you saw people who smoke too much or drank too much or whatever. They're programmed, yeah, and yeah. it's just like okay, but now it's even worse because it's wars and people getting shot and you know, in school shootings and you know, people you know, all this shit that's even scarier. Why do you want to go into you know in onto that platform if that's what you're going to see? Mm. It's just so, and especially obviously now with the with the current conflict, you know. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? It's, it's just it's, insane. It's scary. Yeah. And and just the misinformation that's getting misinformation and propaganda 
has always generally been a government used tool for for warfare and now it's used by individuals Every, it's used by everybody and it's governments a, too who just yeah. like take over like the amount of time i spent on twitter since the whole israel hamas, hamas thing probably down 80 percent. it's such a, it is bad it is really really bad like it is well, it's just, just it's just it's just super hard to understand i think it's a, it's it's really complex and you mentioned the word is misinformation that that scares me yeah, you just don't, don't know wanna, what's true i don't want to digest something and then regurgitate something and have it be so far from the truth community notes on x working overtime right right to keep up with that to shit make sure every like the pictures taken from years out of context the biggest are, one with that was obviously this this past week with the hospital and it yeah and i mean the, 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 yeah. The, yeah well they said like i read that article and it said yeah it was this is what hamas no this is what um hamas said right yeah they said and then they apologized for for making it you know so upfront. but do people really you know the people the people who read the New York Times, like literally read the physical paper, you know, are going to read all the words, right? It's when they take that headline and just put it in social media and it gets used to misinformation mm. that that I think it's really fucked up. And look, I'm not I, I'm not here to talk up the New York Times. I don't give a fuck one yeah. way or the other, yeah. right? But, you know, they're never going to get it all right. But how do you tell what's real and what's not? Mm. And even when you look at the community notes, right? They're battling community notes yeah. about everything. And you just, it's just like, fuck it. It's, it's just weird too with like, you, you, there was such a battle against mainstream, mainstream news. And for good reason, it's obviously like a lot of it is like corporate run and, 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 and owned and government influenced. Right. But like the idea that there is more, more journalistic credibility and journalistic responsibility on X than on the New York times is, is no, that's fucking insane. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is that's ridiculous. Absolutely. There's there's absolutely yeah. no responsibility. There's absolutely no. So that's why I go more on threads. Like I'll go on threads just you know, and I'll follow Reuters and you know Bloomberg, you know, because when you just read their shit, there's not all the other insanity, and there's no for you or like on X, like it's for you first, and then what you follow, and you never make it to the ones you follow, right? Because you just read what's in front of you. Well, I try to go back over to my following tab, uh -huh. and I swear to you, if I update the app or kill the app or something like that, when I open it back up, it's on the for you tab. No, for sure, they don't want me. No, up. fuck no, you know no. I follow, I follow an account named at Jesus on Twitter. I follow Logan. I follow my mom. I follow my friends. When I'm on that side of the world. It's a chill place. I'm like, oh, Psalm yes. 1629. Oh, that's a great verse. Yeah, M. Okay. Cuban's got the best shit too. Yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 bro, come on, of course I follow you. And then as soon as I and then as soon as I open back up, oh, it's, you, this right kid up. got his ass beat in high school. Watch yes. him lose yes. this fight. Right. I don't want to watch that. No, and then it's just like all and the, yeah, you do, right? But well, it, <laughs> well, that's the problem. You just don't I'm, want I'm, all the other shit surrounding yeah, it, right? Yeah, 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 Particularly yeah. when it, it, it's fucked up when it applies to real world events. And you just want a basic understanding, right? And you just can't get it. Mm. You it's just so hard. You it's can't. so muddy. Social media is not the place to get that anymore. Mm. You just cannot. One thing I do like that Elon did, and I will do this because I think it's important to you know talk about positives as well, is he added a a, a note where you were going to share an article that you hadn't read. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was there before him. It, oh, that was yeah. a Twitter function? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, Elon. You get no, fly you get no flowers <laughs> today. Great rockets, though. Yeah, great rockets. <laughs> hey, dude's an amazing entrepreneur. He is. Bro. Amazing I, entrepreneur. I, I feel Give like credit it turned for that. into like a hate fest today, but it's... Listen, but he fucked up Twitter. X is fucked. It's fucked. I want to end on this note. It's on positive, I hope. Yeah, no, you're talking yeah. about government, you yeah. know, talking about the future. You run it for president, Mark Cuban? No. No, my family voted it down. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But, it, uh, you know, days, you know, shit like the last couple of weeks, 
who the fuck wants to deal with that? Biden's actually done a good job on just like dealing with the whole Israeli Palestinian because, you know, he's rightfully supporting Israel against the terrorist Hamas, but recognizing that the Palestinian people in Gaza need help. They, yeah, they need help. They're yeah. fucked, yeah. you know, and you just can't shit on them because, you know, Hamas is, you know, overwhelming. Representative. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, it's a stressful job. So no Mark Cuban for president. Right? No, man. I, I mean, yeah. I, can you? I couldn't even imagine. Like, no, it seems like a lot being of like work. pro-Israeli, and then how do you deal with that? And then everybody hates you. And then yeah. these people hate it's, you. Well, you're walking on eggshells, especially Everything. especially yeah, in the It's, it's a no win. That equilibrium is impossible to find right now. Why would yeah. you want to do that? Do you have a Do you have a nice down barrel motivational thing to say to the audience, positive to end this episode? Look how handsome these guys are. <laughs> Dude, thanks for joining us, man. No, this is fun, man. I really enjoyed <laughs> yeah, it. It yeah, was yeah. great. Thank you, brother. Yeah, no, you're, you're excellent, man. It's it's cool when you sit with someone that is uh, as accomplished as you, and then you, you realize like why they're as accomplished as they are, and you're one of those people, man. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Let's, go Mavs. Go Mavs, let's go, Mavs. Go Mavs, go Mavs. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.